I have to thank you and welcome you to the last episode of Period Sis for 2020. Don't worry, we will be back at the top of the year, January 4th, 2021. Um, but guys, just thank you so much for your ongoing support. Thank you for purchasing your official box owner subscription boxes and thank you for joining our mailing list over at officialboxowner.com if you haven't yet make sure you do our next box launch is going to be the top of the year right in january and we have some great goodies for you so thank you once again i just wanted to let you guys know make sure you also subscribe rate and review everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast that's period sis brought to you by the official box owner now let's get on with the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are lots of us women who may feel beautiful during pregnancy. And for the most part, that's how I feel. But there are moments where I just feel a lot of doubt. You know, moments when I might try to put on something and I can't fit in it. Or in moments you see yourself in a certain angle in the mirror. And also for me, these days I'm just like beat. I just feel so blah. I know you guys really enjoyed the sabotage episode with Tammy. And I wanted to add another episode regarding kind of our mental health, our confidence, our securities within ourselves as women and how we feel. And Carla shares how yeast infections are not only prevalent currently in her pregnancy, but also how she battled with those in her previous relationship. I really think it's important for us to not to, to know that we are women. We are great. We are strong. And our box is quite complicated. And it's okay. It's something that we all experience. So let's experience it together. Let's listen to yet another tale of womanhood for women by women. Hey guys, welcome to a part two of two with my good friend Carla Wilmaris of the Shit I'm 30 podcast, as well as whatever she says. Wait, Carla, guys, we kind of tiptoed around this conversation with my last guest, Tammy. And so we wanted to discuss today how mental health affects your vaginal health, which of course affects the healthiness of your relationships and your sex life. I wanted to start off by saying one of the tips that I shared in a previous episode, that depression and anxiety has a direct correlation and effect on your pH balance. I think we've done a ton of episodes regarding your pH balance and how that affects the taste, the smell, the feeling of your vagina with Carla, who actually has been sharing way more about her vagina than I care to know. I wanted to kind of start off this week's episode with talking about how she's experienced different changes with her vaginal health during pregnancy. Carla, can you just bust it wide open for the listeners right now on what you've been experiencing with your twat? So yes, um, she loves hearing about my vagina, by the way. <laughs> but there are a lot of changes, hormonal changes that happen with your vagina. And I've come to find out that even your mood and what you're going through changes your vagina as well and your sex life. Yeah. What did you learn about that? Like, did you start researching it with just what you've been experiencing recently with pregnancy or yeah, what are your now. findings? First, I started with a new relationship. So I had broken pussy often. I had a ton of UTIs and broken pussy, all, hey. broken pussy. <laughs> all the time. We should not be dancing to that. It's awful. <laughs> what is it called? Diflucan has been my friend, was my friend for a very long time. We met probably every other month. It, if you don't know what Diflucan is, is the one pill that you get when you have a yeast infection or 
antibiotics that you get for UTI, but then you have to also take Diflucan because whenever you have a UTI and you get the antibiotics, it's like literally within three days, you're going to have the world's worst yeast infection. Like It just happens. But I know you have been experiencing some things. You, you said you feel like it's broken all the time. What, what are you experiencing right now in pregnancy? WAP was made for pregnant pussy. So it's always wet. There's always um, discharge. And it's not like a smelly discharge, but your pussy's just always wet. Um, you also know we've been leaving a pee off the end of it. It's WAP, wet as pregnancy pussy. Yes. Why did we not know it's this? PP at the end, WAP. It stays wet. You are peeing on yourself quite often. So I laugh too hard. I sneeze and there's always pee. I'm changing my drawers or I have to keep a liner on. It's just, I need depends. Okay. Homegirl oh stays God. peeing on herself. And then the worst part about it all is these awful, intense, like intense yeast infections. It's nothing like the yeast infections that I would get regular. These, I literally want to scratch and dig like a cat into my vagina and pull it out. And see, and- we did a whole episode about how common yeast infections happen to us as women. And uh, me and my guest, of course, had never experienced pregnancy. So it actually wasn't something that we had even talked about or mentioned. And when you told me, I was like, damn, being pregnant causes these infections yes, too. Your hormones. So is it, is, oh, I was about to say, is it the hormones or are, are, are you on any medication no. that you feel like is bringing it about? There's no medication. It's literally your hormones. Your body is literally hormonal all the time. So it can affect your mood. It can affect your eating. It can affect all these things. And then it also affects your vagina. And not only just that, like I said, your body is always wet. And I was trying to figure out why is my my body, my vagina is always wet. What is all these discharge? So there's amniotic fluid that the baby's in. Then from the cervix, mm. it's all these other juicy things in there that men uh, love so we're gonna talk about later on pregnancy sex you know the man loves it literally the smell the taste the, all of it but it's just always out there so with all I also of- real quick carla i love that i know y'all want me to have healthcare professionals but how amazing is it is it that you just express your insides it's just a whole bunch of juicy stuff in there juicy that just girl. come out <laughs> it's just juicy, it's just you know? I don't know how to give it the actual term, but it's juicy, and that's what we feel. So the doctor could tell you what it is. I can tell you what it feels like and what it's like living with it. So to me, at first, it was just like, ugh, this is here. But now I understand why men are always like, oh my god, pregnant pussy is so good, and it's because of that. It's tight. Um, the cervix is slower. Like they're just like, ooh, tight, wet, tight and wet, which is what they want, right? But for us, all of that also causes yeast infections, and literally, it'll be, I'll be perfectly fine. I'll take a shower. Sometimes if it's just a shower or I'll go pee and all of a sudden I'm like, I feel an itch. I feel an itch. Ah, screaming, bloody. Like I just, it's, it's so intense. Like, I don't think you understand how intense it is to have a yeast infection during pregnancy. I mean, you're already bigger than normal. You're hormonal. You feel completely different. How does constant yeast infections or just an irritant down there in your box affect you mentally? I feel like there are a number of different types of women in this scenario with being in like intimacy and pregnancy. It's like there are some women who their drive to be intimate skyrockets and it's just like 
you know, they're on some other level. And then there are some women whose drive may just kind of be where it was before. And then there are others whose drive is kind of went kaplunk. I'm not going to pretend I'm like some superwoman over here. I'm just, these days, I'm just like, be. It sucks. So for someone that's in a relationship, right? Ha expressing to him again, this is going on. Can he really understand that it's a hormonal thing. Can he understand and not look at me like I have a venereal disease? Like you are dirty, you know? So in my mind, I'm like, does he think that I'm just dirty? Does he, what's going through his mind? And he's very understanding and he understand, like I have to send him, go get me Vagisil, go to the pharmacy and get me my prescription, help me with this, crying, seeing that I'm scratching with towels and blood is left over because I'm scratching so much that blood comes out. Um, once I put the Vagisil on, that, that's it's um, what's it called? The sting of putting it on because now it's raw down there. Him having to wait and me not, I already don't give him enough sex. So it's like, it's been a while and I'm thinking now I'm going to get freaky. And now this yeast infection comes in. It's even more time without sex. So you're thinking of your partner and then how it makes them feel. And then on top of that, it's the pain that you're experiencing. You're like, my body's just failing me. And you just feel like a failure at like during these times, like my body is literally failing me. And you forget to think about the fact that you're creating a whole fucking human inside. Right. I, I love that you said your body is failing you. I do want to now take this time to go back into uh, before pregnancy, because like we talked about in our previous yeast infection episode, it is very common from swimsuits to condoms, to raw sex, to just the tightness of your pants, to going to yoga, to not changing out of your work clothes quick enough, to not changing out of your workout clothes quick workout enough. Workout clothes one is a big um, one. Yes, those are huge ones. So I want to talk about, um, we, we discussed prior to hopping on the mic, that you also experienced yeast infections during a relationship. And you actually noticed that your yeast infections calmed down after that relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to go into how you felt, again, without being pregnant, undergoing constant yeast infections in a relationship and how that conversation was different then than it is now. So with it your wasn't partner. just yeast infections. It was a lot of UTIs as well. We actually haven't had the conversation about UTIs. First off, yeah, UTI is, of course, the urinary tract infection. A lot of us may have grown up learning that cranberry pills or drinking cranberry juice helps with that. It's also one of those, like, almost a sharp pain or heaviness on your bladder, and you constantly feel like you have to pee, but you cannot. It is a little different than a yeast infection, although they are pretty much infections in that area. So you were getting yeast infections and UTIs during that time. Can you talk about, yeah, what that was like? It just seemed like probably once a month I had a UTI or a yeast infection or a yeast infection because I had a UTI and I had to get it treated. Holy so shit. it was a pretty constant thing. And I, at this point, it was a six year relationship. So towards, uh, for a certain time, I thought maybe I'm just prone to them. There are some people that are just prone to them, you know, hormonally. And it, it, it's that part sucked because UTIs for me would get so bad that it goes into an infection into your kidney. So then you start mm. experiencing these really, really horrible back pains once it gets bad. And then from there, it can progress to blood in your urine. So that's where UTIs can go. So the back pain and you're like, what is it? It's really your kidney killing you. Um, when you sit down and it literally feels like needles coming out of your fucking pee hole. And you're like, kill me now. Nothing feels better than 
just sitting on the toilet. Although there's nothing coming out and then your legs are numb and now you can't feel them. This is getting really graphic. But I bet you anyone listening right now that has been through this knows what that is. But now you got to get up because your feet are numb completely. Now you have the little, what's it called? The little ants in your feet and they feel like you have a cast on and you get up. But the second you get up, it hurts. You just can't deal with it. So then you go and get azo, maximum strength. Now you're peeing um tang orange tang out of your vagina <laughs> it's like super how, how how long would you say your pussy was essentially out of commission between a uti and then a potential yeast infection especially because like we mentioned earlier antibiotics will trigger you to get a yeast infection unless you get diflucan so i guess that would be my tip i know it's mid-show but but ladies if anything is going wrong if you have an ear infection or any sort of thing that requires you to take antibiotics, uh, my tip and Carla's tip to you is immediately ask your primary care physician or whatever doctor is prescribing you your antibiotics if they can also include diflucan in your prescription. It will be a lifesaver to your vagina. Um, well, if you have a yeah, go ahead. doctor, those give you the prescription both at the same time. At the same so time, if your doctor doesn't do that, be like, "Hey, let me get a diflucan as well right away." But yes, it, I think you were. Your question was how long you'd be out? At least a week. At least a week for sure. Okay, and when we say out, that means you do want to refrain from sexual activity. Hell yeah, I would keep it away because I felt like I would irritate it and make it worse. So there were times where I'm like, I just haven't had sex or whatever. I want to like get off real quick and use a vibrator, and especially if it's like a clitor- clitor- clitoral vibrator. Right. It's like you, it feels like it just happens all over again. And just, you start feeling the pain right over after, right after you come in. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I like triggered something. So I would just stay away completely from my vagina, close it off. I can only pee and that's it. But once you start taking azo and your vitamins, I mean, not vitamins, antibiotics, within a day or two, you're feeling better. But just finish the treatment. When you don't finish the treatment, which I don't do a lot, you're noticing a ton of either UTIs or yeast infections. At this point, you do kind of blame your own body mm-hmm. uh, for it. What was something that you said you actually realized once the relationship ended and you kind of started having less UTIs and it yeast infections? Less and less. And I get into a new relationship and I'm having more and more sex. So I'm like, if I'm having more sex, shouldn't I be having now more yeast infections shooting it up you know no fucks oh, given okay. I'm all right it was great um your bed your couch your kitchen you know i figured okay. one okay. of them will give Jesus. me a yeast infection Jesus. <laughs> my house is very clean so you won't just be getting yeast infections in my no. kitchen or my bed or my bed no. or my couch i'm not saying coming from your bed i'm saying coming from all the sex that i was having in all those places in your house um from him so this is how you know we're friends y'all she fucked in my kitchen I never and fucked on in my your couch. bed. Never well, you also got to fuck on my couch before I fucked on my own couch. It's okay. Jesus. The only disrespectful part would have been if I would have went in your room and I never did it. Um, Thanks, friend. <laughs> but yeah, so it started going down. I'm like, wow. So it's not sex. So it's not necessarily the fact that I'm having raw sex that's giving me this. Um, is there a possibility that maybe his semen or whatever he had in his stuff, like the ex, was triggering it? Maybe, but no. Going back now, now that I'm seeing all the shit that I, knowing what I didn't know then, pretty sure he was cheating quite often. Um, but that can have that. It just it sucks. Know that you're not supposed to be getting that many yeast infections, especially when you're with one partner and that partner yes. is only with you. And that's that's the thing I wanted to share. Um, it could not only be from the bacteria that was in her that didn't match your pH balance, because that's another thing too. 
there's there's yes a ph that we should stay in between but none of our vaginas are like the next there's a lot of things that are going to irritate uh me that may not irritate carla like mm -hmm. it's just the way our bodies work like also, that pussy yeah. wash yes which i yeah i'm cool on so y'all actually we, we can't share that uh so carla stayed with with me uh last summer and she brought this pussy wash into my shower and i was like oh it's a pushy pussy wash so i was like okay you let me hear to in my house yeah wait, but even within the same week that's when i was just like mm -hmm. boom this is what's fucking up my pussy. So Carla's pussy wash, essentially, after I was using it, what is it? The Lemisol, mm -hmm. Very which Spanish. is which is probably what you should be cleaning your counters with or something. I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, I was using this particular brand of pussy wash that Carla had, and I was noticing it was agitating the fuck out of my pussy to where I think it did lead me to have a yeast infection, and I was like, okay. Let me not put this by my pussy any fucking longer because it's creating an agitation. And like I said, what's crazy is it absolutely, apparently she's been using it for all of her life. Yeah. So her in the pussy Hispanic community, you use this from when you're little. I have Ayana using Lemisol since I can remember. It's said, this is what you wash your pussy with, which I haven't bought it in a while, but it's what I grew up with. So it's all I knew. You know, you have to use this. Now I just show her, you know, wash with water and make but sure. That's probably cleaning. why you was getting a goddamn yeast infection once a month was because of that goddamn no. wash. No, no, no. <laughs> We've been using that since we were little girls. Like that, that's since we were little. Um, but yeah, that, that did affect you when it wouldn't affect me. Right. And I, I, I did want to bring this back to kind of, again, how, how we're feeling, how we're smelling, um, affects us mentally. I know I have another friend um, who we constantly joke how her pussy is always broken. But as women, when we're constantly fighting UTIs or yeast infections or an irritant or, oh, why is there a smell? It does affect how we feel overall about ourselves. Um, I guess, Carla, I want to ask you, when you were experiencing this you kind of did mention you just almost was like, okay, this is my life. My pussy's broken. I'm just going to have to deal with it. But mentally, did you have any, like, were you upset or frustrated with yourself or that you constantly had to go through this? How did it affect you mentally to keep hell fighting? Yeah, it's frustrating as hell. It's like, do I just give up on sex? Do I give up on myself? Like, can I get a new one? Do we switch it out? <laughs> God, like, is, what, what we got going on? You Was I last in the in the line of pussies and I just got the leftovers or I got the refurbished <laughs> ones from the Apple store? What the fuck? Something was up. Not a refurbished <laughs> pussy from the Apple store. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but it, it is that I. <laughs> it's really frustrating. And that's when I think it becomes where you really need to learn. And it comes with age as well and experience of your own body and knowing that, you know, now in your 30s, you're like, oh, I can kind of know what I can and can't do with my vagina. How much sex can I have? Now I actually can tell wax, you know, sometimes, you know what? Don't come inside of me today. Pull out. Let's, let's give it, let's give it a break. Like, know when to pull out, know when to like go a little wild, make sure to always go pee and wash right afterwards. I think we forget sometimes and we just had really good sex and you just lay there and wake up in the morning and, or in oh, the middle no, of the bitch, night. I, got, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I got wipes right by my bed now. Really? For the, for the days that I get fucked so good to where I just, I can't get up, bitch. I have wipes right there because me and him will just lay, but, and I've told him, I said, I can't just 
lay and go back to watching TV. I got to get up and piss or wipe. I got to do something. Like I can't just sit in all of this, this moisture. Mm-hmm. No, um, I have to, I have a cup in my bathroom usually. And this cup, I, I sit on the toilet, I fill it up with water and I literally pour it cups of water into my vagina and I like wash it on the toilet. You've never done that? No, oh. I I have not. Yes, literally if there's usually a cup and then I, or I'll have him go get me a cup and that's what I'll do. Or if I have a leftover water bottle in the room, I'll fill it up with warm water and I just start sitting on the toilet with water and like rubbing it down and washing it and then I'll dry up and go back to bed. So I go back to bed with a freshly washed vagina and I sit there and put my finger in and pull out as much of his stuff out as that I can. Oh, wow. I'm excited, guys. Speaking of this, you guys will be getting a treat in box number two. Uh, there's actually products to help get that out of you. After really? Sex. I'll, t- I'll, I'll talk and share with y'all later about that. Oh, but I yeah, like this. I need that. Even when you have just semen sitting in you after sex, again, literally anything can affect how your vagina reacts. And I'm not going to lie to it's just kind of a joke I like to say, but you really know a man is for you when his dick doesn't fuck up your pH. So still fuck it up though sometimes. Right, but sometimes you also just have those partners, especially when you get into raw sex, where the bacteria, the, the good bacteria that's on their dick, just doesn't mesh well with the good bacteria in your vagina. Ugh. And now they're fighting each other and you are going to be unfortunately the butt of the joke once you know they get done fighting each other the shitty part about it is that men don't have to deal with any of it no however a yeast infection men can get yeast infections so you probably don't have symptoms right girl so you just think i'm the doctor i don't got a dick i just know men can get yeast infections yeah but they have no symptoms i'm i think that they can hold on Men yeast infection symptoms. Nope, they're symptoms. Symptoms vary and may include itching and a rash at the affected site. Shut up. Yeah. So they actually could get a rash and itching as well, which, you know, they may... Uh, itching, burning, redness. Oh, and bitch, they actually can also get discharge as well. Oh, so it comes with a bad... Sized men are more susceptible to getting them. Probably, yeah, that would make sense. Um, yep, and it says trouble pulling back your foreskin. So yeah, an un- yes, and an uncircumcised man is probably more susceptible to getting a yeast infection from a woman too carrying a yeast infection. And that's why, two ladies, um, if you know that there's discomfort down there, I know how horny we can get. It's definitely for your benefit and your partner to just let it be known that you know you're not feeling too well. And that you probably should steer clear of sexual activity when you have a yeast infection because nine times out of ten, it will not be very pleasurable for you anyways because it does have an irritant and a kind of raw feeling inside that will cause it to be painful. Can I confess something? Uh Uh-oh. Yes. I have had sex in the early on stages of a yeast infection. I'm like, I think, but not, but maybe, but yes. And then I had it and I'm like, well, maybe the friction will help me scratch. And- <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Can you not use someone's dick as a, scratching as a scratcher? Hint? So I remember having sex and it's like, oh, this actually feels good. Not sexually. 
but scratching wise, I'm like, he is scratched. It's fucked up. But that is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. But then it's like it never really turned into anything. But I have done it before, and it, it helped scratch. I wonder if I'm the only person that's done this before. Oh my god, I'm. You know what? I, nothing, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> Just absolutely nothing. Uh, and don't Carla, you dare make a clip out of that. I'll fuck you up. You know what, May? That's the clip we need, honey. She's using dicks as as yeast infection scratchers inside don't the vagina. Don't you dare! I will sue you. You did not give no. me a, a release for this. <laughs> Actually, you agreed to come on here and talk about your broken pussy. Um, I guess before we get out of here, Carla, can you give advice? to anyone um, who maybe is feeling down and hard on themselves because they continuously keep having issues down there in their body. Educate yourself. Learn your body. Not, not, no two people have the same body. No two people have the same hormones. Find out what works for you. That's why there are a million different uh, vaginal washes and so many different antibiotics and so many different creams. And it's not just Vagisil, but they have all these different brands and they all have something different in them. One will work for you. So find what works for you. Get rid of that ain't shit nigga that you got to keep cheating on you. That might be the first <laughs> thing you want to do. You know, get rid of them. The toys, you wash them with a little bit of soap and you're good to go. But yeah, learn yourself and know what it is that it's causing that for you because you have to know that it's not just your fault. It's not it's no fault of your own, period. Like that this is just what our bodies are. And we're making like men pay for this. Why do they pay for it? Why do they treat us the way they do? Because vaginas are amazing you know what we can do with them is so great but they come at a cost and the cost is you know yeast infections utis bvs all this other stuff but that's just the cost of it all and everything great has a cost i do also want to say speaking of that before we get out of here um also just maybe allowing yourself the time to like carla said Try out these things. There's boric acid suppositories. There are feminine washes. There are yoni oils. There's so many things for your vagina now to help eliminate the the risks of BV or vagin. You know, uh, just everything. Go I, to I a doctor. Go, down the no, go to a doctor. But, not, but and- not only go to the doctor, but also like 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 I said. I mean, my friend is currently trying boric acids because a lot of other women are trying it. No, and again, you just got to give yourself the time as well to see how your body reacts. A doctor, I, I will no, no, say to get though, diagnosed with the right thing. Oh, to get diagnosed. To a doctor, yeah. Because I think sometimes you're like, oh, I think this is a yeast infection. You're trying boric acid, all this stuff. And really it's something else. You know, right, so have right. a good healthcare professional that tells you this is what you have and try these things. And then you can go on a trial thing. Really find out what the fuck is wrong with you before you start diagnosing yourself off of Google or off of period cysts. Well, damn. Well, damn. And definitely, well, once guys, you diagnose yourself, we can help you. I'm just saying, also don't take healthcare advice from the girl who uses dicks as inside vagina scratchers, okay? <laughs> Anyways, Carla, where can my listeners listen to more of you if they even want to hear more of your dick scratching venters? Come play with me. Um, there's actually a, a story that Wax and I are going to tell soon um, about the first time that he told me that my vagina didn't smell all that great. 
And we're going to be talking about that on whatever she says and how I reacted to it. Girl, it was a whole mess. But we will talk about oh, that. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> so it'll be on uh, whatever she says is the podcast with myself and Wax. And then I have my own Shit I'm 30, which in January, there'll be a name change and a rebrand to show my journey through my life and how it has pivoted. And um, Carla Will Maris on all platforms. Thank you. And guys, as always, stay tuned for a little stats and facts as I update you on what's more to come in 2020 and what you guys can expect in 2021. Carla, thank you for joining me on another episode of Period Sis, honey. Thank you for having me. I try my best to just embrace it all, but it doesn't mean that I don't experience things in between. doesn't mean that things don't, um, doesn't mean that I'm not human, you know? doesn't mean that I don't feel things. I did want to leave you guys off with a little bit of stats and facts, which is I find rather crazy, uh, a little wild, but also do not self-diagnose. Make sure you check with a healthcare professional. But something that I found interesting is that if you actually suffer with anxiety or depression and have persistent digestive symptoms and or recurrent vaginal yeast infections, you may want to actually go to check with your doctor because there is a thing called yeast overgrowth also called candida and that could be a possible cause also be sure that if you are on any ongoing antibiotics that you go ahead and ask your healthcare provider to get you a deflucan especially because antibiotics definitely tilt that ph scale a little off and oftentimes result in a yeast infection severe or chronic stress is known to have a negative of effect on the immune system and could also plausibly increase the likelihood of getting a yeast infection. So guys, whether it's getting a massage at the end of the year, this has been a hell of a year, we know. Maybe if your friends and family don't know what to get you for the New Year's, ask for a massage, maybe a detox, maybe a yoga class, some meditation, a part of how we feel with our anxiety, depression, stress, does unfortunately correlate to our pH balance and can get us all out of whack. And we know how we feel if there's a little itch, a little stench. It just makes us feel, again, kind of like Carla said, dirty. And that's awful. So make sure you're taking care of your mental health as well as your vaginal health because as we know, it affects our sexual health. Happy holidays, a happy new year. Adding to your mood boards going into 2020, one, make sure that mental health is on there as well as educating yourself more about your vaginal health. I am super excited for what I have in store for 2021 with Official Box Owner. Subscribe, rate, and review here to Period Sis, but also join our mailing list. We have a newsletter coming, OBO products coming. I am super, super excited. But also in terms of getting your hands on the Official Box Owner subscription box, you will be notified firsthand if you are on that mailing list. So that's officialboxowner.com. I want to wish all of you a very, very, very happy holidays and a happy new year. Thank you so much. We will continue the journey with Tales of Womanhood right here on Period Sis.